Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of DoubleClutch.ca magazine, and I'm joined in studio by our uh, semi-regular crew. Imran's out this week, but we got Rush and Nathan in the studio. Nathan, why don't you... Uh, why don't you tell us about what's in the garage this week? We got a pretty thin garage this week. It's more quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're going to be talking mostly about the Mazda Miata and the Porsche Boxster Style Edition. Ooh, how it stylish. With, it comes with extra style. Oh. <laughs> it fucking better for $100,000. Holy shit. That's <laughs> not cheap. Jesus. No. Anyway, so I've got the Miata. Again, thanks for that, Nick. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, uh, and I'm on the Boxster. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> okay, well, I guess let's start with the Miata. Yeah, like let's do it. What do you? What do you guys? Rush, you you don't historically adore these things. So what do no. you think? You're kind of like has bad taste. It's Some, a possibility. Um, you, you're kind of still coming around to these. things. I think I am. I think it's because I grew. I grew up like I was pretty spoiled with my first couple cars, having like big burly V8s, mm-hmm. and like you kind of like you become accustomed to like. Power. That's it, right? Bread. And it's like this Miata actually has quite a bit of power. 181 horsepower in this one. What, what is it only in this one, or is that all? So they're all yeah. same motor, like the two liter four popper. That's like it's basically like a, a modified Skyactiv engine. Yeah. That revs out to like seven and change thousand RPMs, so it's more like lively and fun and shit. And yeah. sounds really. If you notice, like if you're sitting in neutral and like you give it a quick stab you can hear the throttle opening like you can hear the intake yeah. crack open and hiss mm-hmm. yeah they, like, it's got a lot of like nice mechanical noises um speaking of mechanical like the shift action on it is pretty oh my god it's pretty glorious pretty awesome yeah honestly like ever i know we love bmws around here but they do not do good shifters mm-hmm. they, no they never have i like them i love the cars they've never done good shifters and it's like something about the the way that this thing feels very precise and and like innately like it just feels organic everything Mm. everything like every driver input everything the driver interfaces with is so natural and organic and easy yeah is that like like everything is light and easy to pick up yeah like it'd be it's 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 like playing like a like a mario game where there's like an incredibly low skill floor that anyone can get in and enjoy it but a very high skill ceiling to be appreciated yeah yes yes absolutely i think the miata is also i don't know for a long time, I didn't really, I didn't love the idea of Miatas because I thought they were just like slow, boring, whatever, like convertibles. But now, I think I've, the biggest thing that's like turned me around on them is like maybe it's the other stuff that we drive, right? It's like in the world of mm-hmm. cars nowadays, it's like what else does? I think you brought this up before, Nathan. It's like mm-hmm. what else does the Miata things as well as a Miata? And like I just can't think of anything else that. Yeah. Truthfully, does it right? Like so, kind of nothing. So my shit post take, my shit post take last week on the McLaren Artura is that it's legitimately engaging. It makes you feel things, and it's red. You know what else is red? Legitimately engaging. It makes you feel things. A fucking Miata. Yeah. It's basically a three hundred thousand dollar mid-engine Miata. That's a thousand pounds heavier. Funny enough, we also have a hundred thousand dollar mid-engine. Miata, in a way, that I no no, uh, no. Well, Nick, I'll let you pick well, this one up. Right. Here we go. Yeah. No, okay. So here's the thing: both the Miata and the Boxer have very similar mission statements. They're supposed to be pure, relatively uh, relatively pure, relatively simple, but still 
lightweight, engaging, real drive roadsters. Mm-hmm. The problem with this scenario is that the Miata does almost everything the Boxster can do with one caveat at a very significant price difference. Yeah, substantial. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, the Boxster is a much nicer car. It, it does. And when you treat it like a regular car, it it's not as... Punishing, I think. Punishing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's it's softer, it's nicer materials. It has more like the niceties we like, like mm-hmm. a heated steering wheel and CarPlay and all. It that is more Porsche. Stuff. It's it's a Porsche. It's a luxury product, and, right. it, and it feels like it one. does feel yeah. like one. Actually, like yeah. it does feel you know put together really nicely, and it, yeah. it is a nice car. But it feels appreciably it, nicer than the forty thousand than a forty thousand dollar. Yeah, like, like, like let's, let's backpedal. Like if like in any other week, like we would be gushing about this. Absolutely, because it's fucking very good and does all the things you want a car to do. Absolutely, it's yeah. absolutely stellar. But yeah. when put next to the Miata, especially like this ND two, which is yeah. just so perfect. Like I've been going on about this car all week. Nothing does what this car does like this car, including past Miatas. <laughs> I think it's already a classic. It's not even done being built, and it's already yeah. a classic. Yeah. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about the Boxster, though, is, like, it's... Okay, so what does a base Boxster cause? Oh, a, I think it's, like... Is it still Boxsters? Hang on. Or is it 718 But it says Boxster. It says the word Boxster on the back of the car. And it does say... It, yeah, it, so it is a Boxster. Yeah, it, it is a Boxster. It, a base zero options Boxster will run you about 85-ish, like, like a hair yeah. under $85,000 to start. And what does a base Miata cost you? The thirty-six, just over thirty. Okay, so like, yeah, like thirty-two, thirty-three. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. So, <laughs> but to get so, to like a real good Miata like ours, you're at forty. It's like four, so, so forty. So, so it's <clears throat> roughly call it like half a Boxster in terms of value, but like the same level of driver experience. I, okay. I would argue slightly yeah. more engagement. I engagement, in the Miata. Right. I, I but work, is engagement like a okay? Like, Obviously, no one is cross shopping a Miata and a Boxster. I don't. Nobody think. on earth no, no, because no, no. like they, these two cars. It's a it's a very different. Even though, like the asterisk offer, on the new market on the new market. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We can get into that later. Yeah, like they offer very similar. You know, from the, from the, from the outside, like they offer a very similar Package. profile. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a compact convertible sports car thing, but. Who's going to be cross shopping a seventy? You know, no one is. Or Absolutely nobody. Yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, so it's like. What is what does the Boxster give you that the Miata doesn't? I think that's like the biggest thing, right? It's like comfort and like comfort, more brand prestige, more yeah, yeah. Like it, it's a vastly nicer car. But like yeah. I don't, yeah. it's even that, even that's where I get lost because when I when I had the Miata over Christmas and I was out like shooting at a different locations, like I actually, honest to God, had this conversation in a Miata. Guys would come up like, "Yo, that thing is sick. What do you do for a living?" It does look more expensive than it is, though. That's yeah. the thing, right? It's because the paint. Be- because it's because it's got such nice paint. Because yeah. it is such like a, a unique low slung shape. Like it looks exotic. And like it's a great said, profile. Absolutely. Rush, when we were talking about this off mic a couple days ago, like it represents like it represents freedom. It's the ability yeah. to have yeah, a yeah, toy yeah. car That's like exactly that. Exactly. It, yeah. It's such yeah. a hard flex over everyone else bombing around in crossovers. Yep. Yep. I definitely think so. Yeah. Just be like, no, I, I value driving fun. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't need my car to do anything else. I want it to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that's. An interesting flex in and of itself. Yeah. Whereas the, I don't know. See, like the box is very good. I it's just, not a bad car at all. It's so, just yeah. So so the the uh, 
Our tester is the Style Edition, mm-hmm. uh, so that's new for 2024. What does the Style Edition get? We were talking about this, but I don't think we ever actually hashed out what a Style Edition is. It's pretty much a cosmetics package. Uh, okay. You can only get it on the base Boxer and base Cayman, and it's all visual slash graphics. Uh, you get the... So on our particular Boxer, you get the stripe on the hood. You okay. get the stripes on the doors. Okay. You get white wheels, but which we don't white GT four wheels, which we don't have because ours it's winter. Yeah. Ours is on. Uh, oh, ours is on the. Okay, it, I was gonna say white wheels would really set this yeah, whole package off. They yeah. should really do that. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's on the winter setup, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and I think you get like special floor mats as well. Oh my god, really? And so this is a whole different like it's not like a package. It is it is a package, but like in the way technically, that technically yes. Like if you go on the configurator, it is a different option of like it's a different model almost. I don't yeah. think it's a is it a trim or is it just boxster and then you go into packages? It kind of feels like a trim, edition. right? Like when, when I think it is a trim. It, and like what do you So you're just telling me you get a bunch of stickers. D- like not you get, to you get stickers, wins. Wimps? Yeah. Wins, white badges. And does the paint come with it? No, the uh, so so our so, tester is finished in Ruby Star Neo, which is a fantastic color, if I do say so myself. It might be the, the most I, cynical shade of lipstick I've ever seen. You know seen. what? We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, three, th- it it's a near near three thousand dollar option. Oh wow, and that's that's kind of what bugs me. Like it's not it's not metallic. It's not a pearlescent paint. Like there's nothing chemically expensive happening there. It's just a unique shade. But that's Porsche for you. They do shades, like they do colors amazingly. They do colors amazingly well and make you pay through your fucking nose for them. You want to be cool. You want to be different. You want to have style. You gotta pay for it, buddy. No, it's a cynical (laughs) fucking exercise because no one wanted one when they were on nine six fours, and so because of that, they're super rare. And now speculator douchebags are bringing a trailer like, "Yo, this car, this nine six four is Ruby Star Nero. It's a very rare, desirable spec." So I think it's worth five hundred and eighty billion dollars. But on a nine six four, Ruby Star looks. Like cool. the tits, like it looks awesome. It looks kind of cool, but it's also kind of like a meme color, and I think Porsche picked up on that meme, just like the 911R, right? They saw people flipping 911Rs for money, and were like, "Yo, let's get some of that money," and they rolled out the GT3 Touring. I'm just gonna say, for the record, Nathan is a cynical bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think the fact that you can get a color like that is cool. Like, it's. It's fun. They already but offered the paint to sample. You could have done it. But here's now, the paint to sample is more expensive, and for three thousand dollars, of course it's more expensive. Yeah, paint to sample is like what ten k or something like that. Seventy five hundred bucks. Or if you don't particularly care for the stickers, yeah, or the white wheels, you can buy a base boxer for seventy thousand six hundred dollars. So you said seventy thousand? Seventy eight thousand six hundred. Okay. Click the little color swatch that says Ru- special color. Ruby Star right? Neo. It's a special, special color, not a paint to sample for three yeah. grand. Okay, so you have sort so of what we have for... Like un- technically, if you were so motivated, you could get what we have minus all the graphics, the fancy wheels. I think for the white wheels would paint. really make it pop, though, man. It would. Yeah. It would. And that's what someone decided and decided to put a style edition on it, right? Like, yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. I think that the whole style edition thing is like kind of a whatever point. Like, I, I don't think anyone should buy a style... Hang on. I don't think anyone who is... You know, in the market for a regular boxer should be 
like yeah. I don't think anyone's really gonna be going out and be like, I need the style edition. But like, it's, it might be a cool thing to have, like it, when you're already there, right? It's tough to justify yeah. the existence of this particular style edition because a, you can get, it's it gives you the same color swatches, uh, a color options on a regular boxer, but at the same time, our tester uh, is about. 101,000 as tested for for about eight ish thousand more you could theoretically get yourself into a 718 gts 4.0 with a normally aspirated flat six and if you were so inclined you could still get ruby star neo on top of that yeah but the problem is you can't get into a four liter gts for that's hundred and you know, like like you're gonna have to have the qualify that in theory, yeah, right? Yeah, like, you, like you, you got to get an allocation, you got to have a home, and you got to be willing to buy a whole bunch of extra garbage, like. And no dealer's gonna sell you a base GTS, like they will not no do way. it. Yeah, which is a shame because like the boxer kind of nails the, it nails the whole ethos of what a rear-wheel drive roadster should be. It's really good. Like, it's very communicated. It's very engaging. Yeah, yeah. But you know Porsche, right? It's that's like a it's, sweet engine. If they're gonna do that, yeah. they just put a boxer a boxer T, <laughs> you know, like strip all the crap out of it and charge mm-hmm. you more money for it, which is why you can't get like the base one. I, I think that's, yeah. the, that's the whole point. It's like, they want you to load it up full of stuff because they want it to be, feel premium and feel like a Porsche. But mm-hmm. I don't want any options. Yeah. That's what's so crazy. Yeah, to me. You can't have anybody like bitching about spending 150 grand on a car that doesn't have adaptive cruise. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think like comfort access and stuff like that is still like, yeah, it's, it's part of the premium package. option. Yeah. Like, what? What? But, like, they're not having any trouble moving these cars. No, no. Actually, hold on. Pause. I wanted to bring this up. I've, I mentioned this a couple times this week, and I don't I don't recall where this actually went. I remember hearing, and for the love of God, please correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> Porsche is having a hard time moving these four-cylinder boxsters. I've heard the same that thing. doesn't surprise me. I haven't seen many of them as well. It's it's weird. You see, like, a lot of, like, big-money Porsches around. Lots. Like, yeah. But, like, the not many base ones? Not, no. not so much. And, like, the boxers used to be everywhere. Yeah. And now you don't see them. You still see old ones. You don't yeah. really see new ones. You know, that's actually a good point. Maybe, <clears throat> I don't know. That's actually a really good point. I know. That's why I made it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually super clever, like, sometimes. Yeah. Um, What do you guys think about the four-cylinders? This is my first time driving, like, this Porsche yeah. with this engine. Well, Nick thinks it sounds like a Subaru. Dude, the first thing it, I said to myself like when, I, when I started up, so... Got in, started up, and I was like, holy shit, this thing sounds like a fucking Subaru. I hear, so obviously it being turbocharged, it, it, it kind of muffles, muffles it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it muffles it a little bit, but I could, but in the low to mid rev range, when I'm rigging it out, I hear BRZ. Uh, I sort of, like, I it tried really hard not to hear it, but yeah, I know what it, you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, God. But is it a bad noise? Like, no, I think it sounds like, it sounds decent. I don't. I think it sounds good, but there is that similarity. I think it sounds really good outside the car. Like when you and I, oh, were, yes. so Nick, when you and yeah, I were playing yeah. with it today, like they did a very good job of tuning in, like like a a really bassy mechanical like yeah. throbbing that's actually reminiscent of the three fifty six I drove a little while ago. Yeah, it's just that like that kind of lumpy, punchy like note that actually works pretty well. Yeah, and then as you get going, like oh, that's a super boxer. Yeah, so I can't unhear the. Subaru ness in, in it, but at the same time, it is pretty cool uh, when you're when you're ring when you're ringing it out, uh, radio off, and you have like 
all that noise coming from behind you. Yeah. With with, with a with the top up, mind you, it's actually really cool hearing like the intake uh, breathe, uh, hearing he, hearing the turbos bow spool up and like and like the blow off valve going off like. Yeah, right, it's cool to hear right all those like you. mechanical noises. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, but so many of them are fake too. Like it does like the the crackles and burbles and the, the farts between shifts and like I, I, I'm so over it I got no time for it especially driving as something so authentic as the Miata that has no time yeah. for that that doesn't do that shit and doesn't need to do that yeah. shit but like that's the thing it you... just sounds good they just tuned it right yeah, Miata sounds all right. Like it's not like a good sounding. No, car. it's not like like it's not like super sexy. But it, like for a two liter fork popper, it sounds pretty fucking. Good. It does yeah. mechanical sounds well. Like it does yeah. induction yeah. noise and everything. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah. it's not an exhaust noise. It's not. It's not like a, a head turner. But yeah. like when you're in it and ringing it out, yeah. Miata, it sounds right. It does. Mm-hmm. It does sound right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. And I'd, I'd have to I'd have to agree with you on that fact that the Boxster is a little fake. Not like. Face like augmented a little, like yeah, it's just a little yeah pumped up. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, and you gotta um, change the mode. I'm gonna put it in sport plus mode for more crackles and pops <laughs> and sharper throttle response. Why is it just set right in the first place? I hate modes. The I Miata, hate Miata, driving Miata modes. Does, Miata doesn't have any modes. Miata doesn't nope. have no, yeah. has no modes. So you can actually choose your mode with this. Uh, there's a stick in the middle, <laughs> and you can use that with the skinny pedal on the right side of the footwell <laughs> to choose your drive mode. Right side, left side. On the well. Both, but like more the right side. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, novel concept. And I actually really like this. I, old cars used to do that. I, I like, don't recall. I didn't know. It's actually true. I've I've seen it. I, re- I remember reading about it in you've history books. Yeah, you've seen it. I seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, really like the clutch and the the clutch take up in the Boxster, uh, but the Miata d- does feel more natural. So much more natural. Yeah, but but like that. Okay, that's you know the what? thing about. I'm just gonna roll this back one second. Also. This is coming from a guy that owns a Miata and does love them dearly, right? Like, okay, okay, I'm less biased, but I like German cars, yeah, a lot, and I've had a pile of them. And I do think that I, not that I've really driven, actually, well, I haven't driven the Boxer, but I think that the Miata it does have a good clutch. Lovely, yeah, like it's, it, it's a short and light. And again, sweet like and, as we yeah. as we've said, like the Miata is a very good, like, touchy feely car. You know what I mean? Like all of the the action on it it's like okay this excellent is, yeah it just yeah. it feels so natural mm. it does like tens across the board for like everything yeah. driver centric mm. tens 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 twelves really i don't know about twelves man tens, <laughs> twelves for sure <laughs> it is stock i don't know i do prefer the, the shifter in the miata more more than the boxer which the kind boxer of surprised shifter me is really fucking good though it is like, like really it's really good, good but yeah. the problem is that we have the fucking Miata this week. Yeah. But for a base Boxster, for it to be like that good, I think the positioning of the the Boxster shifter, like being reminiscent of like the Carrera GT, like the way that yeah, it's like nice higher I do like that. Yeah. Like I think that yeah. the idea of it is, it, it is really cool. And like, it's executed pretty well. Yeah. And it's, like, for being a base Boxster, like it's not even an S, it's not a GT, it's nothing. It, it's yeah, actually it is a really surprisingly good. Like It's excellent. It's a right? really excellent like, car. Like, like we all sound like kind of negative on it. That car is fucking terrific. Yeah. I, like, I stellar. was always under the impression that like, you know, in order to, because I can never even conceive of ever affording any sort of Porsche one day, uh, new Porsche rather, um, I would always default to the S models when I would waste my time on the configurators. But like, honestly, having driven this non-ass Boxster, it's it's kind of eye-opening. Honestly, that's like, yeah, quick 
slash fast enough for like ninety five percent of customers. It's still got like three hundred horsepower. Yeah, like that's like not is, nothing, is it that's yeah. gonna like drive appreciably better? Like beyond being faster, is it gonna drive better? Like really? Maybe. Like is it gonna steer better and feel better and sound no, better? Like probably no, not. It's, it'll, it'll probably it's gonna be the exact same shifter mechanism. It's gonna be the same ish final drive. Yeah. The motor's gonna have a little more snort in it, but it'll be the same motor just with a boost turned up. I mean, I'd rather spend my money on options like comfort access, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mr. Fancy okay. Pants yeah. here. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you do load that up with all the basic shit that, you, that you'd expect these days, like comfort access. Does it like mean I have comfort control, access? It does. It does. <laughs> but at the same time, so does this other convertible that we completely forgot about, mm-hmm. the BMW Z4. Who forgot about it? Oh yeah, Nathan has not <laughs> forgot about it. I've not forgot. I've not forgotten about that car. He still still dreams of it. <laughs> Sometimes I can hear him taking a nap in the okay. office. All I hear is Z Z four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely he's made it quite apparent that he loves he adores the Z four. Like I I swear I came to the office one day. Remember that? Remember that Seinfeld episode where 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 Kramer's protesting Kenny Rogers' chicken? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I came to the office one day with like I want a Z4 banner right across oh, the yeah, office. Absolutely. Same. Yep. <laughs> Z4. Okay. So Z4. now, so, th- so this is where the third okay. players entered. Hold on. Yes. So let, let's let's not get into that just yet. So okay. this this enters the biggest problem with the boxer, right? Like we mm. everything everything we've said about this car, and like I've tried to circle back and say this car is very fucking good. Please make more of them. Absolutely. But there's an enormous butt hanging off it, being that it's a hundred thousand fucking dollars. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is you know kind of not nothing. Substantial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Z4 that I had, which had God's motor. B58 six-cylinder, baby, and the ZF8, (laughs) and was a nicer daily, and faster, and had more power, and had nicer infotainment, and had better seats, and had more cargo space, and had a better insulated soft top. It had a bigger trunk? Yes, and it was 15,000 fewer dollars. Like That's also not nothing. What the fuck? How do they do it? (laughs) Like just beggar after beggar after beggar, they don't another one. Miss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so between the boxer and Z four, I'll take the Z four. Fucking no contest. That's not even not even wild. a little contest. Yeah. And now, the Z four is available with Nick finish this off for me. A six speed manual, which is probably coming to the press fleet this year, and probably. you have very thoughtfully did it for yourself. My. Uh, so it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck you. Okay, I was thinking about this in the boxster because I was thinking like, you know, this isn't a ton better. Okay, I would say like handling, like touchy feeliness at like ten tenths. The boxster is a little more engaging. Probably Mm -hmm. handles a little better. Um, I don't think it's fifteen thousand dollars better. And especially given that the Z4 is faster and sounds better. Yeah. And is a way better daily. For and also, also is in a cool retro color. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a Technoviolet? Uh, Thunder, Thunder Knight. Thunder Knight. Thunder Knight, they call it. Thunder Knight Metallic. Oh, somebody got the hiccups. I do have hiccups. <laughs> Anyways. This is the fucking worst, dude. I'm sorry. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're going to take a little break. We'll come right back. Yes. Yeah. And we are back. 
I am happy to report that Rush no longer has the hiccups. I'm cured. Oh, miracle. <laughs> okay, so what the hell were we talking about? Because we're it feels like an attorney, an attorney for us, but for you guys listening, it's been like a literal guys, second. It's been seven minutes. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, we're talking about the stick. No, no, set forward set the forward stick. stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, same, same, but different. Little Freudian slip. Kind there. Of. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the Z4 with the stick is basically going to be a top-down Supra, which is pretty awesome because we all yeah. love the Supra, and we all love the Z4. We all really like the Z4. I think. Okay, here's where I struggle with the Z4. Okay. Not struggle. Here's where I struggle with the Supra. <laughs> like we were talking about this off mic, the Supra is considerably more affordable than the Z4. Yeah. Like, like I think from what I recall, and I could be wrong on this, a six-cylinder. Manuel Supra is like yep. low seventies, whereas like roughly, not, yeah, really, roughly, yes. Whereas like a Z4 with the same engine is like I think eighty two to start and like yeah. eighty eight for the one I had. Yeah. So like a meaningful price delta, but for that price delta, you get a car that I think rides better, has far more cargo space, is way more usable, and is a convertible. Yeah, yeah. Like these are all not nothing things. Yeah, I really like the Z4. I don't know. I think over the Supra, like, it offers, like, okay, the Supra everyone loves because it is a Supra, but yeah. the Z4, like, it's a little, it's a little special in the way that you don't really see that many of them, like, yeah, it's not bad looking, it's like, it's one of those BMWs that, like, they haven't messed up yet. Mm-hmm. No like, yeah, sniff. it's a very new design that still looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Modern, but not out there. Yeah. Which, like, BMW hasn't had the best luck with recently, but, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, like. Okay, so they do miss. Yeah. A little bit sometimes. <laughs> Well, no, because it will all come around to in 10 years and be like, oh my god, what were we thinking? This thing's freaking amazing. I don't think we're going to come around to the big sniff. That's what people said about the CM5. Yeah, but like, it didn't have the big sniff. <laughs> it had the big butt, though. But Bangle butt. It had the bangle butt, but like... Did it? I, I don't think no, the bangle. No, the X60 didn't have the bangly butt. It did, but like, it was BMW's bangle butt. It wasn't bangle butt. Yeah. Okay, like you, the first you seven guys are being incredibly butt. pedantic right Okay, now. you're right. Anyway, regardless. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. on, so we were talking about this off mic. So, like, the, the debate is, like, I think we all kind of agreed. Nick, I don't think you drove it, but I think we kind of agreed, like, we probably have a Z4 over a Boxster. Uh, I think so. Mm, yeah. But he didn't drive it, so, like, he doesn't know how good he, it is. He hasn't seen the light yet. Yeah. No. He'll come around I mean, like, it. but, like, having sampled the B58 and ZFA combo in... Other, other cars products. Like, the, like the 340 i had last yeah. year so imagine it's that. a stellar combination just like in a convertible fuck yeah, in a yeah, convertible exactly. with like rear drive yeah. no x drive yeah none of that ridiculousness to slow things down or get in the way it's yeah. kind of crazy yeah it's so good yeah um and yeah i fully agree that's a big but the but the biggest problem the boxer will face is the fact that the z4 will now get a stick yeah yeah but it won't get a porsche badge and that means a lot of things to a lot of people Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes a BMW badge that means a lot of things to know. Yeah, to yeah absolutely. Yeah. But like, but not as much, arguably, as a Porsche badge. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a reason why Porsche can charge what they do for the what they do for their cars, and people will happily people pay still it. happily pay. Yeah. We'll squabble each other over them and like fight for allocations and stupid bullshit. Yeah. Just so they can say, "I have a Porsche." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't personally. Like, I, I wasn't moved enough by this Boxster to say, like, yeah, I think it's worth yeah. it. Especially over what else you can get. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, for for the as-tested price of our Boxster press car, like, yeah. dude, that, like, the ND is 45-ish as-tested. 
That's like 41. That's like 45 out the door. What? Yeah. Wow. A GSP is like yeah. 37, 38. The sport pack is four grand. Okay. So oh. let's play a game. <laughs> yeah. Two car solution. Well, the here's the thing. ND2 yeah. is, not, is non-negotiable. Yeah. For the same price. As the Boxer. As, as our Boxer style edition tester. <laughs> what would you get? 16 grand, mind you, buys. Well, okay. So 41? Before oh, fees and taxes. Yeah. Okay, call it 42, so... In a buck eight. 50... Uh, no, no, no. Ours is like 101 at, as tested. So call it... Uh, Why don't we just make the numbers easier? Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, you That's have... 45. 45 and... F- well, 45 is out the door. Yeah. That's 108 is not out the door. Or, sorry, 101 is not out the door, is it? No, it's like 104 or 5 out the door with destination. Okay. Okay. Let's say, let's just say 42. 40. Roughly 40. 40 and 100. Yeah. Right? So 60 grand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what are you getting for 60? So hold on. The challenge is we have the Miata and something else or Miata, just any two car solution? Miata and something else. Okay. Two car solution. 60 grand left over. Mm-hmm. Go. Okay. Does it have to be a new car? No. That's the thing. Because you have the power to buy <sighs> whatever true. the hell you want. That's true. And that's the huge thing is if you want a Porsche badge and also the fun Miata, just get an old 911 and a fucking yeah, but then you have two sports cars. Can you get an old, old nine, older 911 first? Oh, absolutely. Like well, a, like, like an you old one. You can get an SC. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know, man. Funny, a, a good air-cooled 911 is for 60 grand? Then Canadian good. pesos is going to be challenging, Define dude. good. Define good. You can get into like a 996 easily. You, very yeah, comfortably. You can get into a, Like a nice C4S. You, you can comfortably get into a 997. Yeah. Okay, you know what? An early 997. Here's what it is. Here's... So to me, the difference between the Boxster and the Miata is the Miata drives a little more hardcore. It is a little bit less comfortable, but it is the better driver. Yeah. And it does not come with a brand prestige, unfortunately. Like Mazda is a great brand that makes yeah. great things, but they are not yeah. Porsche. I don't think you have to qualify that. Yeah. Like the Porsche does they carry some serious cachet yeah. with No, them. no, I mean yeah. like thinking about it like logically in my head. So what are you missing out when you get the Miata and not the Boxster? It's just like heated oh. steering wheel. That's the only like feature. Like, that's absolutely. No, 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 no. I mean, like in your yeah. life in general, like you're missing out on a little bit of flex. Like a also, hit steering wheel. Yeah, and it's it's a flex <laughs> that I kind of don't want anymore. Like okay, okay, I'm no, no. no. Aside, aside yeah. you being cynical, like we'll cut that shit out. But like what I'm saying is like, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like, what what do you get to fill the void? Is what I'm kind of getting at. You get a nice luxury car. Yeah, that's a possibility, right? That's so the it's thing, like, right? So you already have your driver's weapon. Now get a boat. Yep. Oh, for sixty grand, yeah. you can get a you can get a nice boat, boat for sixty grand. Boat. You can get a boaty boat. Uh-huh. A twenty fourteen Alpina V seven. There you go. Oh, there and you we, go. All of a sudden, we're cooking and with gas now. Cool paint. Yeah, and it's prestigious and yeah. unique. Yeah. You see it's Alpina? got the Alpine. Okay. It's like that's the coolest thing. The Alpine, oh, you yeah. haven't even heard of the Alpine, have you? Yeah. Let me tell you now. <clears throat> Yo, okay, that's me. Sorry, Nathan, you're up. <laughs> I don't know, like an old Roadmaster, an old Buick Roadmaster. Oh, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> but but no, that's not sixty fucking grand with that big blower on it. Okay, yeah, built yeah. to the tits. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I can't. I probably get like shit. I don't know. Sixty grand. You could buy a Bentley for sixty thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> like you get to like a serious luxury car for sixty grand. Assuming we're not trying to pocket money, in which okay. case I'd actually would just do like an old Cadillac. Nick, 
Why don't we let Nathan think for a little bit? <clears throat> no, let me think for a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's both brainstorm here. So like, okay. you could get into a Bentley. You can get into an older, okay. real Bentley, not a Volkswagen Bentley. Mm-hmm. You could get into. You have so many opinions. I have dozens. Okay. <laughs> you this, can get into a really nice S class of any vintage. This theoretical second car needs to have eight cylinders for me. Okay. That's tr- So you can get into an S class of any vintage. I don't like Mercedeses though that much. Old get into an older BMW. They're pretty juicy though. But you already did the BMW. You know what? I think. Oh man, I was gonna say I have that S five hundred we had a while ago, but like. Oh, that's true. but that's like that's still grand. That's way like short. Way under I don't budget. know how to spend that kind of money on a, on a used car that's not a sports car. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> or just get something like. Could you get a companion piece to the Miata? Like you know what? A Range Rover. Yeah, and then yeah. you can tow your Miata like do cool things to it. Take it to the track or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go, Range Rover. Okay, fuck. Hey, Range Rover. No, I have to think of something. Range Rovers Jesus. are nice. I like yeah, Range Rovers. They're very nice. Yeah. When they work. They, it's probably fine. They're BMW engines. I get one with a BMW engine. They're probably fine. <laughs> or, no. Or the 5 liter. It's a Ford motor. They're probably fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 At least those are good fixes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nicholas. My gut. Oh, fuck. Okay. Dude, you can't top a Range Rover. You guys are going to shit on me for this. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's turd time. Yeah. <laughs> is it a Cadillac car? You no. Know, CT6 was really nice. Actually, you get a CT6. I you, probably get a, you, you could probably get into like a used CT6 Blackwing for 60 grand. For 60? 60? Are you high? I don't know. They only made them for like what? Like three weeks and then decided to can the whole That's project. The and My went, Corvette is best Corvette. It's going to be the same people, man. Um, My Corvette is built on a Friday. Or just like four dipshits who have no idea what the fuck they have. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just spitballing. There's no used ones on the market that I can compare to right now. Nick? It's probably impossible to find a Lexus GSF for like 60 grand, isn't it? That's also a bad car. You don't want that. No, man. A GSF? Normally that's, that's, that's for a V8. Come on, Hold dude. Hold up. No, that's a, that's a good answer. That's a that legit a fucking answer. answer. But, yeah. but I don't think you can get one for like 60. No, I think they're way too rare. Yeah. Yeah, GSF but, is... Like cheapest ISF. ISF, though. You can do an ISF. You can do an ISF. You can get a very juicy ISF for, mm-hmm. for 60 and have money to spare on tires. Mm-hmm. You'll need lots of them. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, also, maybe, maybe like a slightly newer-ish Charger with a 6.4 Hemi. A Charger? You're a goon. Hold on. That's a good... No, because they're Dude. good daily. Oh, no, no. That's a great answer. And it's a good sick. daily. No, I'm sad. I didn't think of that, but like... Good daily. That is actually a really good like answer. Like a 2016-2018 yeah. SRT, I just did not expect that out of 8-speed auto. Dude I, dude, I fucking love those things. No, I know, I know you do. That's a fantastic answer. I was like... Bravo. Uh, you know, a 300C would be a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that I can have, that? Okay, the one I had was like 78. So like, yeah. And like, it's not going to depreciate because they only made 2,000, so not going to happen. Yeah. But like, like older close. SRT8? Those yeah, aren't but, good. No, they're not. Um, Are they? I don't, I don't think, think so. you get the newer, th- the newer body, the new gen th- 300 with the 6.4. You, no, you, you can't. You, you, you can only you get can it in the, f- in the 300C. You could get the 5.7. And I don't want with that. The ZF8. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. That's why I don't want like a. I'd rather have a Range Rover. With the ZF8. Yeah. No. See, see that, that's the thing about it, about a slightly newish Charger 392. Normally, Asprey V8 has the good Hemi, and it has a ZF8. Isn't that crazy how, in all of those choices, you can really see ourselves? Like, Nathan <laughs> chose the really crappy old British car, 
that's going to be so full of character and so Nathan. Like, that is Nathan. Just There's uh, sick. so much character, yeah. Yeah. I chose a stupid, boring BMW. That's kind of sick. No, but it's got the Alpine. Yeah. It I mean, is the Alpine. I don't know. It has the wheels. The base yeah, wheels. wheels are so cool. It's got fucking, what, 28-inch soft lines on it? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I get hypnotized every time I look at those wheels. Yeah, and Nick chose just... Um, like a fist of a car, fucking <laughs> yeah. like a stamp and send it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that and the Miata, like you actually got for the price we're of do- a boxer, you yeah. have so much more. Fun. I think we're doing pretty all right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I really like Range Rovers. Am I a bad person? No, absolutely not. They're I think nice. the Range Rovers are. That's that, that. There's a reason they've been around for so long. There's a reason that there's so many of them on the road because they are actually beautiful cars. Yeah. They just break horrifically. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so sad. Like, they're, are they that bad though? Like, like you and I, you and I have really. both seen this. Like, they're not. Oh, that we have bad. seen the worst of Range. We have seen the worst, but like, yo, they come in for like timing. Like, whatever. BMWs need that too. Benzes, Benzes need that yeah, high that, mileage. That's like, not, you, like that's you, you budget not like six seven, No, it's a hundred and some odd thousand dollar vehicle that ten years later needs like seven grand worth of work. Ooh. What about the one that we needed that needed heads? No, it just needed head gaskets. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Because it didn't run right, only on cold start. Like, yeah. Okay, come on, dude. Like, what other? <laughs> Nathan. What? That's not that. Okay, for the caliber of vehicle you're getting, it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad because people buying them now are broke ass. But when they were new, they're fine. Yeah, but that car was beautiful. It was. Be- it still is beautiful. That spec it was also great. incredible. Yeah. It was black on red. Ooh. Oh my mm. god. Mm. Delicious. So what's your? Way less. Than, I didn't, you have to struggle to spend sixty grand on a Rangey. On that body of Rangey. Yeah. Well, it's, you you struggle to spend it on the purchase price, but you would definitely not struggle to spend it on there we maintenance. Go. Okay, so you buy like a pretty nice Rangey, you spend bring like it somewhere, they'll tell you they're like, "Yo, this shit is crazy broken." <laughs> like, hey, there's and my then same. you fix it, and there you go, sixty grand. But you have the most stunning truck. <laughs> yeah, you actually need a sway bar link. It's actually an active hydraulic sway bar link that's going to be thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. And, and you there's need, your budget. And you need six of them. <laughs> it will ruin you. But I feel like you kind of, you're kind of into that now. I'm pretty used to that shit. Like, you have, like, there's a part of you that's like, if it doesn't hurt me, it's not for I, I me. I kind of don't want it. <laughs> yeah. This, this, is, <laughs> this, this is the only thing that kind of turns me off about the Miata. And now that I get, hold on. Hold on. No, but, like, this is why I'm always kind of like. Because the Miata won't break his heart. It's reliable. <laughs> Because it's reliable. Yeah, because like, every time I'm shopping for a car, it's like, yo, but for the same money, I'd get like a sick BMW. <laughs> That's way more car. Oh my god. Have you even like talked to this like my best friend Rob? And it's like, I don't know if you're ready for a Miata yet, man. You'd be too bored. Oh like, my god. what are you gonna do with the Miata? Just drive it and enjoy it? You can't do that. <laughs> but now. What's happening is I'm getting old, and I'm feeling a tiny bit cramped in the Miata, and my back hurts just a little bit, and I think that might be enough. Does your back hurt in the Boxster? No. And tougher for Boxster. That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the squeeze, isn't it? Yeah. Comfort matters, especially for people that can afford either of those cars. Yeah. Because the Miata is, quote-unquote, cheaper... But it's still 40 G's. 40 is not a lot. and like I, I know it's not a lot, but like to spend on a no, fun No, car. sorry. It, it's not not a lot is what I meant yeah. to oh, say. Yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. 40 is, yeah. is a, a pretty serious ask for how little car you're getting. Yeah. Like, like for the, for the experience. Both in size yeah, and. Yeah. For the experience it offers, like, okay, you got a deal. That thing's an oh, easy yeah. sell. But when you just step back and look at the brass tags, what else can I get for 40 grand? Like, mm. oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I see both sides of that. And I've been on both sides of that. And I've always bought a stupid big car. <laughs> and I've always hated myself for it. 
and I'm secretly I, loved it. And I'm kind of thinking uh, maybe maybe it's time to turn 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 a new leaf on that and give give him a week. He'll be back on his normal self. Yeah, I'll go back <laughs> to being sad. <laughs> no, 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 he's happy because he's sad. Oh, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty vicious feedback loop. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's gonna be okay. He's gonna give me out. He's gonna be alright. Nathan, what else have you? What else have you been in in uh, lately? Yeah, so over the Christmas break, we didn't have a chance to talk about this on the podcast because we weren't podcasting. Christmas, uh, it's February. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yo, can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Over the Christmas break, and has now just been published because we are an outlet that has a real publishing schedule, and things don't just get published tomorrow. Thanks, you fucking dink. <laughs> um, over the Christmas break, I had the privilege of playing with a Rivian R1S. I thought it was pretty good. What else do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> How good was it? Actually, okay, I came away from it very impressed. Yeah? Like, actually very impressed. What was the most impressive thing about it? It looked like a Defender, but kind of nice. It is cool looking, eh? It, like, it looks yeah. cool. Um, I thought it drove really well. Okay. Um, it's stupid. Stupid fast. It has actual usable range of, so, like, what, 600 kilometers? I can't remember what I wrote. 600 k That's a really that's, impressive. That's actually really... That, that's... I can't... It was, it was over 500. Either way, for something that big and that powerful, it was a fucking lot. Was it the quad motor version? Quad motor, yeah. So, wow. like, 835 horsepower, oh, 900 foot-pounds wow. of torque. Wow. This thing can boogie. It drives great. <laughs> it rode on air suspension. Like, it drove like it Land Rover Defender. Like, just trucky enough to remind you that you're in, like, a truck. Yeah. But still nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it had like a similar performative toughness as a Defender with like deliberately blocky designs, exposed yeah. screws, kind of stuff like that. But nice materials to go all around mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, it's a lovely interior. It's a lovely. It's, it's, a, it's a nice it's interior a lo- space. Lovely looking interior. They they did a decent job, not the best, but a decent job striking a balance between like technology. Yeah, because all EVs have to be technology. Yeah, um, more. more screens, more shit. Yeah, um, put more shit on the shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it does a pretty good job blending that. There's like a decent amount of physical controls, and like the few physical yeah. controls there are, like are t- are context sensitive. So when you're playing with the stocks and like the the sliders on the steering wheel, like what you're doing will show up on the screen. And okay. you can like tweak it based on what it is. Yeah, they've done a good job with that. The actual screen itself is beautiful. Like they're infotainment system is just really pretty like you know like a just really nice industrial design it's just nice to look at sure they got that down like beautifully it's stunning nice lots of space easy mm-hmm. to use comfortable drive great fast excellent range it's like 135 grand i think like what the fuck do you want like it is, it, was, grand, it, was, it was like comparably priced with a loaded defender 135 is not a lot considering uh, like it's in, in segment, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. That's a, for what it was relative like, to like not what's around at all. Like it was comparable with the V8 Defender, and like given how those things drink, about the same range. Yeah, like, yeah. What's a what's a Model X go for these days? I have like, no like a dual motor. Idea. I don't think anyone's been looking at like out of our outlet. Like, yeah, we haven't had a Tesla in a while, and also like on top of that, we don't really care for them in a way that like you know. Yeah, it's like they're they're cool cars and whatever, and they've done a lot in that industry. But it's like been there, done that. It's right. kind of the same recipe over and over again, right? right. Yeah. Well, I or guess screen. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the sense that the the R one T is more. It just feels like more of a complete car mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Less tech, more car. Yeah. In a way, in a way, like it actually yeah. values things like you know, quality, fit yeah, and finish, quality, usability, like how it actually fits into your life. 
how it drives. Yeah, imagine that, eh? Yeah, what a novel yeah. concept. For a yeah, for a new for a brand new car company, I'm actually very surprised that it's it seemed as well put together as it was. That's kind of the other thing is that like these guys are new. Like yeah, like look at how hard. For as much as we don't love Tesla, they're the first American company to start and mass produce vehicles in a hundred fucking years. Yeah, like yeah, there's something to be said for that. It's Absolutely. hard to build a car out of nothing. Yep. And Rivian rolls up like, yeah, we could probably do that. And they did. <laughs> yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. Like, really fucking good. I wonder if it's like Tesla kind of like laid the way or like, you know, set the path for it. And, yeah. You know, they probably did. No, probably. They definitely did. It's, yeah. it's an EV. It's an American-based EV. They and like Rivian did. has like kind of taken that and like tweaked it to the next level where it feels mm-hmm. like it is a little bit more polished. A little more complete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like, because it has that like neo tough guy styling like a defender like a g-wagon like i think the thing's gonna sell like hotcakes it looks like a million bucks it has that classic like archetypical bricky toughness to Mm -hmm. it with like just enough modernity and like the pill led lights and stuff yeah that it's gonna hit kind of like the fashion crowd and the like the bro tough guy crowd yeah um and like just like my dad crowd who just like i think yeah i think it'll be really good to take camping it'll be quiet and you can like sleep in the back of it because all the seats fold like totally flat and that's kind of sick yeah because yeah. that's that's the thing like it's the same analogy you used for when you had the defender 110 like it's a car that appeals to both the like like can you stop calling me out for recycling my metaphors no <laughs> no i it it makes sense here because yeah. it's both a car that appeals to the Starbucks crowd mm-hmm. and also your dad. Yeah. That's like it, it just it's fashionable and does cool stuff. And it looks great. Like everywhere I went in that thing and like it's just a, a like kind of off green brick primer grayish. Yep. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And like I got long stairs everywhere from every one. It's not like it's a Lamborghini, like like an outrageous shape. It's like, yo, what the yeah. fuck is that? People are just like, yo, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. And that was the R1S. Imagine the R1T. Yeah, I think that thing's really That's cool. That's arguably too. cooler too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think they'll move everyone they can sell. From what I've heard, they're already here. They're just waiting on like some government certification or something, and then they can start actually delivering the damn things. Nice. From what I have heard on some, literally some guy on the internet. So from I what know. I read on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Where else do you get information from? We're literally some guy on the internet. Some guys. Guys. Uh. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we're just one amorphous guy. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of guys in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that man 40 feet tall? Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> and that uh, pretty much takes us to the end of our episode. You got to end on that? I mean, what are we just 40 dudes? No, sorry, 40 feet of dude. <laughs> 40 feet of dude in a trench coat. <laughs> Chilling what gonna, news. What are you going to trench coat news. that long? That, the trench coat a, store? The big the and tall, the big and tall emporium. Big and tall. The big and tall trench coat emporium. <laughs> Do you have some bigger and taller? <laughs> no, like really tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can end on that. <laughs> I think we can. All right. Uh,. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this uh, episode definitely didn't go the way I thought it would. Nope. It's probably fine. Oh, it's yeah. probably fine. Um, if you all 
choose to follow us on our misadventures, on our automotive misadventures, you can do so at doubleclutch.ca on socials. Uh, and while you're at it, uh, why don't you mosey on over to doubleclutch.ca on that mobile device slash laptop slash computer of yours and uh, check out our new site. It's pretty, it's fast, the pictures are nice and big, and they look good. But uh, I'm kind of biased. I'm supposed to say that. That looks pretty sick. I'm into it. Sick, bro. Mm -hmm. Fellas, thanks for joining. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.